Hello and welcome back to another episode of Girly Bits. We are flying through the year and I hope you're all ready and settled in for Christmas and uh, getting the last couple of bits and pieces done. So don't forget Girly Bits is kindly sponsored by Coro. They're a healthy snacks brand. They're focusing on bringing additive free natural ingredients to customers with fair prices in bulk packaging. I'm not going to lie. They kindly gave me uh, a gift card to uh, spend and I ended up buying uh, uh, seven and a half kilograms of porridge. So that's definitely going to keep me going for the next couple of months. But um, if you haven't tried out some of their products, you definitely should. Amazing peanut butter, uh, some fantastic protein balls, um, you name it. They've over 1300 products on their website and they've also kindly given me a discount. So if you just type in girly bits when you're at the checkout, you'll get a little bit of discount off as well. So without further ado, shall we get to it and meet our next guest of girly bits. So this week's episode, I feel like I'm having a chat to a kindred spirit. Uh, Sarah Jane Foster, of course, is, I mean, she owns her own production company. She is brilliant on social media. I love following her because um, she always has such great content. And she began her interest in, I suppose, the production industry with her grandfather, Mick Foster, uh, who you probably know from Foster and Alan. I know my mum definitely was a big fan of Foster and Alan. And in our little chat, she'll go through how I suppose the music duo inspired her to get involved in filmmaking and being behind and both in front of the camera as well. Without further ado, let's have a chat with Sarah Jane Foster. I am absolutely thrilled to be having a chat on the podcast this week to Sarah Jane Foster. Thank you so much for coming on to have a chat to me. It's great to talk. Louise, thank you so much for having me on. I love it. Girly bits. Let's be having you. Let's be having (laughs) you is right. Now, I suppose I said to you a couple of minutes ago that I love having a chat to entrepreneurial women who, you know, are getting stuck in. You know, you you seem like you have twice as much time in the day as anybody else. But you've got such a diverse background. You know, you've got so many strings to your bow between emceeing and, you know, influencing and, you know, your your media career as well but I suppose if we were to take it all back a little bit where does it begin for you and your love of um, media and and all that kind of thing so it's really funny because so anytime I ever introduce myself as Sarah Jane Foster the first thing people ever hear is the second name Foster and they're like oh you know I'm related to Mick Foster from Foster and Alan Mick is my granddad yeah so they automatically presume that I'm a musician or that I'm into music and I'm just I'm just not and that's just been honest I didn't hone in on that at all when I was younger I used to always go up to RT like I basically lived in RT from a young age going up there with Foster and Alan yeah so going up like the Late Late Show the Podge and Rod Show anything they were recording I wanted to be there because I wanted to be around the cameras I just loved the atmosphere, the like all the vibe up there. And I remember just thinking, this is exactly, like, I remember thinking from a very young age, yeah. like there was always cameras and gadgets in our house, like all the time. So I was very comfortable in front of the camera, you could say. And I remember just thinking, I definitely want to be in this industry. And then from there, I remember thinking, right, what am I going to do when I leave school? So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go on to GMIT and I'm going to study TV and film. So that's what I done. So I went to GMIT. I got my degree there. But before I actually finished 
um, in GMIT doing my um, my degree there. Actually, do you know what's worth mentioning as well? This is only back in 2009, Louise. Yeah. And like, it's not that long ago. No. But like doing media was not really the cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't. People were like, what, what do you mean TV and film? Like, what yeah. is that? What are you going to be? Because uh, I gonna think make I money? was, I think I was in college around the same time as you. And uh, it's like, oh. I remember telling my grandparents and they were like, what, what are you doing? What is she? Because my granddad always wanted to be to me to be a music teacher because I was good at playing the keyboard. And uh, I was like, no, right. no, no, no. I've been listening now to Ruth Scott on 2FM. And that's what I want to do because my, I used to work in my uncle's uh, sports shop. And like every single right. Saturday, I'd be listening to Ruth Scott on 2FM. And I was like, I really want to do that job and uh, around the jigs and the reels anyway and the career guidance teacher telling me that I wasn't going to be able to do it and blah 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 and I was like nope I'll show her now but like that it there wasn't that many courses do you know there wasn't that much especially like I did radio and TV but then in the second year went in to do t- or radio more but um, I remember looking okay. at the course in GMIT as well and going oh, that'd be great as well I know and it was so mad because like at the time um, it's so funny how like your family really want to influence you on yeah. what you want to do and you know they just see your path so differently than how you see it some of the time anyway in my yeah, case yeah. anyways and all of my friends were like teachers solicitors accountants like they were all in college at the same time and then I was like yeah well I'm doing media and it was kind of, it's just I don't know I feel like it was really misunderstood at that time so for now like to look at it now and like everyone has a camera literally in their pocket it's kind of do you know it's just after growing so much so before I even uh done my final exams from GMIT I got a call from uh Irish TV I don't know if you know that station from uh, Westport yeah so I got a role there presenting and then the presenting wasn't enough for me I was like I want to be more involved so I was like started doing the camera work the editing the producing I was really hands-on with it and I remember kind of thinking, oh, do you know what? I was like, I'm getting really bored now. And I felt like I wasn't learning from the people around me. Yeah. And I was like, and I could really see that there were like people were going online more at this stage. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I think there's a niche in the market here for um, like a video production company. Mm-hmm. And this was back in, I'm going to say, I started thinking about setting up SGF Productions in about 2016. Yeah. And... Then I did it from there. I had saved up a load of money just from working. And I was like, right, will I just go traveling with all this money or will I, will I set up my own business? So that's when I set up SGF Productions. I ended up setting up SGF Productions in March 2017. Wow. And yeah, so seven years in business next year. So not bad. It's going good. Definitely. Yeah. And like it is, it's scary when you go and do something. And, um, you know, I remember when I first started DJing and I was like, oh, I don't think I should be a DJ or whatever. And then I remember my friend who used to do it. She was like, why wouldn't you? You're just as good as the guys. Yeah. Go and give it a go. And that's what I love about, you know, your passion for the industry. And like when you follow you on social media, you know, you're out there, you're doing your job. You know, you've got a camera in one hand, you've got the bag in the other. And like we all know, <laughs> I remember traipsing around Dublin City when we were learning how to use all the camera equipment and there's a lot of stuff that you have to bring sometimes you know so you got you need to have oh. muscles and the whole lot but, who are you um, telling you know i bring like, like 20 million bags around with me yeah yeah <laughs> but like have you ever i suppose you know found it daunting being a being a female entrepreneur and trying to 
keep it going because it is quite difficult I'd imagine working for yourself sometimes you know you kind of might have lulls in the the jobs and that kind of thing I remember when I used to work freelance and January would come and I'd be like oh my god it's so busy and you'd be thinking am I going to go and see if I can have a part-time job in River Island or will I change career or that type of thing but my mother always like god love her she always used to say like you'll never be without work and as true as the day goes by like anytime I start freaking out about not having enough work something always comes through the door oh big time I suppose it was funny I actually done an interview there a couple of weeks ago and they were like oh describe your job or you know working for yourself in three words and I said uh, it's fun exciting and lonely yeah well the interviewer nearly fell off the chair they were like what did you just say lonely and I was like big time like I think the obvious thing it's funny and exciting and I think that's really portrayed on social media and especially on my page um I don't really portray like the lonely side of things like I feel like people think loneliness is like this really bad thing and like you can't deal with it and it's horrendous or whatever I it can be lonely but I can deal with it like I don't struggle in my own company or like I like being on my own a lot of the time although I am really sociable in some ways in other ways I'm like okay I have enough of people right now I need to recharge and I need to just focus on myself and get my business to where it needs to be and it's just the way it's just the way I operate but um yeah lonely is definitely something because you have all the responsibility on you no matter what decision you make whether it's the right decision the wrong decision the bad decision like you can't blame somebody else so I think working for yourself is a I'm going to say like a personal development journey as well, which mm-hmm. I know has really served me really, really well. Like for my own personal growth, say like you can't blame anyone else. If you make yeah. a wrong decision or a bad decision, you can't blame anyone else. You have to own it and have to like, right, okay, I made this bad decision or wrong decision, but we live and move on and learn from it. And I think that's so important to apply to any aspect in your life, really. So that's definitely what I've learned um, from working for myself, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, because I suppose, you know, no more than, you know, working in radio or, or, or some some other aspects of work, you know, you can be sitting there sometimes on your own working on a project. And, you know, I'd imagine if you're editing something, you know, it's hours and hours of just getting the job done. You know, you can't yeah. you can't just like lock the door and go, OK, I'll forget about it now. Somebody else will look after it. You know, if you if you undertake a project, you have to deliver it and you have to finish it out. You really, really do. It's a huge responsibility um, having your own business. And I suppose when I first started out, I never, like I didn't find it daunting. I wasn't, I didn't find it daunting when I was first starting out at all. Yeah. Um, looking back, like if I was to do it again, like looking back, I'm there going, Jesus. Like it was, it, it was such a big thing to take on. But I was, I don't know, whatever mindset I was in at that time, I was like, yeah, I can do it. And I just didn't let anything phase me. Thank God. Um, I'm so it was honestly one of the best decisions I've ever made in my in my life was literally to work for myself. I would not change it for the world. Like literally the best decision ever, ever, ever. That's brilliant. Um, I know that you've got like really successful social media as well. And we were having a chat a little bit before we we decided to do the interview. Um, you know, about like balancing working in the media, you know, the numbers of um social media and I suppose having a presence 
but that's not necessarily your full, I suppose, career path, you know, uh, if that makes sense <laughs> that like, obviously I'm working in radio. I know that having a presence on social media is important because people, if they can't see what you're doing, they don't necessarily know that you're there. Um, but is it the same for, for your, your industry? Oh, big time. Like being on social media and having your online presence is so important. So there's this thing with like, I'm lucky in a way. So I don't find I have this really, I'm going to say unique opinion on social media (laughs) that I've never actually heard anyone else having. But I get into that in a minute. But anyways, yeah, it's really important to be on social media to like, sure if you're not on social media you might as well be dead like in business anyway yeah yeah are are they even still in business anymore that sounds so dramatic it's funny but like (laughs) it is isn't it I have to say uh like social media has been huge um for SGF productions like you know getting in clients and um brand awareness getting jobs that I probably wouldn't have got unless I have been online Um, and it's funny I actually was never online up until I set up uh SGF production no way so I wasn't on Facebook all through no it wasn't on Facebook all through school or college um that was funny because you got invited to absolutely nothing everyone's like are you going to the party it's like no do you not get the invite on Facebook no (laughs) so I literally wasn't on social media until I set up SGF productions and I swear to god Louise it made my stomach sick with the thought of having to be online I was like oh no it's like my friends as my friends can set that up for me I'm not setting that yeah. up I don't need to be online yeah anyway am I it's obviously changed um now because I literally am obsessed with being online I don't know if I even answer your question <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you were you were going to tell us about your unique opinion on uh, on social media as well uh, that maybe nobody maybe maybe people people will open their eyes a bit more now once they hear it yeah, well, I feel like, and I've kind of been like this from day one regarding social media. So there's so much of this like thing on social media where everyone is like, oh, like, look at these, they're filtered and like they put loads of filters on themselves and they've done this on social media and like that's not what they're really like and they're after sharing this, but like what's their life like at home? And I'm there going, like, so for me personally, like what I put up online is exactly what I would put up or say to or wear on front of anybody. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so like anything that I would say, like I would on social media, like I would say that online or I would say that in person to yeah. a stranger. I mean, if I'm there having like rows with my friends, am I going to put that up on social media? Like, no. Am yeah. I going to go yeah. tell a stranger that on the street? No, like yeah. not a chance. And like, that's just me. But then there's so much of like, oh, this person, I'm not saying towards me, but you see it on front, like on like to the huge bloggers or whatever, or influencers online that like, they're like, oh, they're not really being themselves. And look at them with a filter. And it's there, you're there going, but you're wearing makeup. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you've makeup. Do you know this kind of thing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're, they're all like my kind of opinions of, of people having too many opinions of people online and what they're putting out there and what they're not putting out there. I love social media. Yeah, like, and sometimes as well, like, it's okay to kind of keep a little bit of yourself for yourself. I know there's a lot of saying, oh, well, you don't show the bad stuff and the whole lot. But like, I've had a head cold for the last two days. Like, there's no way in hell that you (laughs) want to see, like, I've no makeup on now doing this. But like, there's no way in hell you want to see me blowing my nose 50 times on my Instagram. So I'd rather like wait until, you know, I'm not like sniffling and everything and I'll come back on and I'll show you all the lovely little bits that I've gotten in the post. 
But that's yeah. me wanting to put the best of myself out there so that you're not like, well, because you can't win either way because they'd be like, Jesus, did you see the state of Louise Clark? Like, I know. And her nose was as red. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that, like for me, social media is such a fun place to be. Like I love seeing what other people are doing. Like I love looking at people's fabulous holidays or fabulous clothes or fabulous coffee or whatever they're doing. Um, I'm there going, I don't need to come on social media for like heavy, grim stuff. That's just me personally. Yeah. I know there's other people out there that's kind of like, I don't want to just see everyone with their perfect life. I want to see you with your shitty Christmas tree or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the new thing now, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, I know uh, I, I saw you on RT a couple of months back um, when you were working up there. Uh, as I said, like you've so many strings to your bow, but it must be so exciting. Um, you were, I suppose, we went up for the Tommy Tiernan show uh, to be in the audience and um, you were like ushering us in and, you know, having a chat and the whole lot. It must be so exciting to get to work on jobs like that. And, you know, if you're, I would say I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to media and I'm always looking around. And even when I was sitting there in the audience, I was looking up and you could see all the cameras and how everything works and all of that kind of stuff it must be so great to be in your element working on working on jobs like that oh stop I have to say like it's one of my favorite jobs that I do so that was last year I'm actually back on Tommy Tiernan again this year and uh, I can't describe it to Louise like I literally just love the atmosphere of it I just love being a part of something like that yeah I don't know. I I just feel like I just I don't know. I'm just so happy and just I can't I can't describe it. It's just it's like a drug or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get you. And obviously, like I know people listening now, they'll be like, you know, obviously a lot has happened with RT. We don't need to go down the rabbit hole. But like. I suppose there's people like you and there's people who, you know, maybe work freelance or they are part of shows and stuff that I think we need to highlight all of the amazing work that they do um, because a lot of the narrative has been around, you know, the top earners and the top paid. But I think when you do actually go to a show and you see all the people like that make up that show, it's so important to listen to people who work in the media industry and realise that it's not just the top paid earners that are the ones that we're, we're hearing all about in the media do you know it's it's everybody that puts together all of these fantastic shows um I suppose speaking of you know 2024 because it's only around the corner um what have you got in the pipeline what are your aspirations for 2024 so for 2024 I am aiming to be on tv more uh on front of the camera yeah I am yeah I want to get a slot on tv now this is like this is vision board stuff, yeah. but I'm putting it out there. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. manifest it. Yeah, why not? Definitely. So definitely want to be on TV in 2024. And then the other big thing I think for me is my own podcast, Louise, called Unfiltered with Sarah Jane Foster. Amazing. Um, I'm going to be, yeah, so I'm going to be recording a couple of episodes before Christmas and then I'm going to be releasing it then in January. So I'm really looking forward to that. Like, I can't wait. So I have the set all ready to go. Um, have to get a couple more bits now equipment wise and then ready to rock amazing I love to hear it because you know setting up a podcast we were just saying that like it is a daunting experience because you know a lot of the time again with social media you see a lot of big influencers with their own podcast but obviously there's a lot of funding behind it you know maybe they're part of a podcast network that type of thing but when you go out and you do your own podcast by yourself with your own yeah. resources, you know, your research and your producing, you're doing the whole thing yourself. It is a big undertaking. Yeah. So fair play to you. 
It really is. For you, no better than anyone, Louise. <laughs> but we get there. Do you know what? And I think it's so nice that, you know, if you need a hand with your podcast or you need to pick my brains or anything, I'm I'm always open to have a chat to you. And likewise, you know, you do meet a lot I of really women appreciate who, are, it. who back one another. And, you know, they're very kind to yes. one another and, and chatting away. Um, Have you got any advice for anybody who's tuned in this evening and they're like, you know, oh, I'd absolutely love to maybe start their own small media company or even if it is doing a little bit more on social media like is there anything that you've learned along the way since setting up your own business that you think would be really helpful for people yeah actually just speaking of women back in women so I actually when I set up SGF Productions I actually um got onto this program called the Acorns program oh brilliant and yeah it was hugely beneficial um to the growth and confidence, I suppose, of my business, SGF Production. So basically, it's um, supporting women in, uh, women in business in rural Ireland. Huge businesses like that we know, like huge brands that we know in Ireland have actually come from this um, Acorns program. And it's been absolutely incredible. Like, so we got mentoring, we got put into like our individual groups of like maybe six different women um, who have their own businesses. Um, nobody ha- was in the same industry within your group and you literally like it was the group talks were all like confidential we had a mentor I had Monica Flood um, she is an incredible um, businesswoman literally Emer Hannan was another um, business mentor as well she's such a good businesswoman and then all the women that you meet along the way so you go to like forums and then everybody from Acorns is there and you feel like you're part of a group like I'm still part of it even though like our program is over we're still in the loop of like emails if they're meeting up we still get invited to it and you can move on to the next stage then which is going for growth oh brilliant um it's absolutely incredible anyone who's listening should definitely check them out um it's it's been so good for SF Productions just um just growth wise and confidence wise it's been absolutely incredible and then like I always say and like you said earlier if you don't do it then somebody else will so why not do it anyway yeah absolutely and I think you know one of my main aims for this podcast was to just talk to as many women as possible and even if it's about your skincare or it could be about your job as a you know a a pilot or whatever it is you know that it's we can always learn something from each other and it's about having like some really decent honest conversations um you know and to give people a little bit of uh a little bit of motivation if they're stuck and they're like oh there's something I want to do but I I just don't know how to do it but um you know like I, I wanted to ask you as well because I know you've worked on some amazing jobs but is there is there any like one particular favorite job that you've had or something that you've done over the oh. last couple of years that you were like oh my god I can't believe when I was in college that I'd actually get the opportunity to do this oh god that's <laughs> I've actually I'm like oh nobody's ever asked me um I'm gonna say just because it was so 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 special and I suppose if somebody asked me when I was in college like or said to me look this is what you're actually going to be working on um was a documentary that I filmed with RTE um and Foster and Allen oh yes so I had the best time ever and I like I feel like it, I was like it was just a dream come true for me because I've always wanted to work with Foster and Allen yeah and on a project on a documentary and I had been on tour with them in Australia in 2019 and I was like 
now the next thing would be if I could just film a documentary with them because oh, I had filmed like behind the scenes stuff with them in Australia myself and anyways this opportunity came up and I just had the best I'm gonna say we were probably like six months filming it oh. and it was just oh it was just so magical it was so fun they even filmed my wedding I was my wedding, say, as part part, of wedding. Yeah, yeah 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 as part of it uh it was just magical I just loved it so much like it was just it was class that was one of my my favorite things that I've worked on yeah oh brilliant and that's something that you're going to have forever do you know and uh if it's yeah. anything like my grandparents do you know they sometimes half the time they don't understand what I'm saying on the radio or what I'm even doing but I think <laughs> when when they can be a part of it I'm sure that was so special to uh to just be able to to um to come together and, and to do something really nice like that yeah it really was it was it was just class and I learned loads from it like so I was I was a uh, camera operator on it and then obviously I was getting filmed as well which is really good so I got a bit of bit of everything in in the documentary wow that is brilliant I can't believe that we've been chatting for a good long time already but um I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you're a busy bee but if anybody wants to maybe follow your social media maybe if they have any projects that they'd love to work with you on um where is the best place to go Sarah Jane so you can check me out on Instagram at Sarah Jane underscore foster Oh, super stuff. Listen, best of luck with all the projects in 2024. I can't wait to tune into your own podcast. And thank you so much for coming on to Girly Bits. Louise, thank you so much for having me. That is it for this week's episode of Girly Bits. Listen, thank you so, so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to interview these guests and I really, really enjoyed that chat with Sarah Jane as well. Don't forget to give her a follow online and check out what she's getting up to for the rest of this year and, of course, into 2024. A massive thanks again to our sponsors of this week's podcast, Coro. They're a healthy snacks brand. They have... Uh, my cupboards are full of bits and pieces from Coro and I have to say it is um, very nice especially in the morning on a busy day to uh, pick up one of their breakfast snacks and just have it with me going out the door. They've got over 1,300 products. They've kindly given me a discount code for all of my Girly Bits listeners as well. If you want to use it, all you got to do is type in Girly Bits in uh, the little code area when you get to the checkout and enjoy that discount. Listen, we are getting closer and closer to Christmas. So um, I have got one or two more episodes to go before the year is out. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to get in touch, Louise Clark Media on Instagram and of course on social media or you can email me louiseclarkmedia at gmail.com Listen, enjoy the rest of your day and I'll catch up with you again soon. Music